This is Boat Crew RPG with Journalism Troubles. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Boat Crew RPG. Today, I am joined by a bunch of people who I will introduce later. But we'll be playing Kaiju Girls, which is a game made by Grant Howarth. Uh, who by now should know that I'm a big fan of his work, uh, In back in 2020. And for this game, I'm joined by some wonderful girls. I'm joined by Joaquin, Tillman, Adam, Craig, and Monica. But before we introduce the players and their characters, because we're going to make those characters on air once again, let me give you a short introduction. You are a teenage girl who has to deal with all the regular worries of people of your age. You're getting good, you should be getting good grades at school, the expectations of the adults around you, falling in and out of love and staying abreast of all the latest news about your friends. And is as if that is not enough, you get too, if you get too stressed, you transform into a skyscraper-sized monster and start demolishing the city. And that is the kind of people that we're going to be making. So, my dear players, um, I want all of you to select uh, three talents. One will be based upon your hobby. One will be based upon your favorite subject at school. And the last thing is a thing that you that your parents or guardians wish you wouldn't do, but you definitely do regularly. Can you say those again, please? Of course, uh, one is your hobby, one is your favorite subject of, on, uh, your favorite subject at school, and then the last thing is the thing that you want to do that your parents or guardians wish you didn't do. There are some examples, like for instance, for the last one, it's sneaking into abandoned buildings, or I don't know, being very much into a sport that your parents don't like, or sit behind your computer all day. <laughs> Would you be mad if I slightly copy the sneaking? I, I want to do like sneaking out of the house. Oh, like go for it. Okay. Does anybody feel like they have everything down and they wanna they wanna go first? Otherwise, I'm gonna point fingers. Okay, I, I will jump on that grenade. And, and do not expect a woman voice out of this. I do. I don't. I'm not doing that. Not for this one. It it, it doesn't feel quite right. So, so I am playing Hibiki in this game. She likes sewing. She's great. She's great at math. However, she has a bad habit of beating people up behind the school for their money. Oh no, the school bully. The school bully. Yes, love it. Tillman, do you want to go next? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's clear. I can. I can go next if you'd like. Okay. Um, I'm going to be playing Kathy. Um, she's likely an exchange student. Uh, her talents or skills are uh, photography, which is her hobby, um, philosophy, which is her favorite subject in school, and sneaking out of the house. Craig, you were you were almost taking that spot from Adam. So go ahead. Alrighty, um, I'm gonna play Hanukkah um, or oh Hanukkah. Sorry. Um, her hobbies are swimming. Um, her favorite subject in school is literature. And 
her hidden talent that her parents wish she would not get into would be creeping, creepy stalking from afar and observation, specifically of her bestest friend in the whole world, Hibiki. <laughs> so basically, it's stalking Hibiki. Yes, that's what I wrote down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now that we are clear on that. That, that, that makes sense. Okay, only two more girls left. Monica, are you ready? Sure, although I, I think that my parents are a lot more understanding. Um, so I'm going to play uh, Gim. She is a Vietnamese exchange student. Her hobby is cooking. Favorite subject at school is gym class or phys ed, depending on where you're from. And I think uh, the thing that her parents wish she wouldn't do is her obsession with K-pop idols and recreating recreating their um, complex dances. So she's not out stalking people. She's just avoiding schoolwork and dancing in front of a mirror. Okay. Very, very important clarifying question. Specifically K-pop or K-pop and J-pop or just J-pop or just K-pop? Oh, my gosh. K-pop. Okay. Clear, clear. Big, big, shiny BTS fan, mm-hmm. FX, you know, gotcha, girls' generation, gotcha. that kind of thing. But no, there's such Japanese a difference. Anything. There absolutely is, Craig. Please. You're about. To, you're. We're gonna get hate mail over this. <laughs> Do not insult the army. Yeah, Ships we're gonna edit that part out. out. They will hunt you down like a dog. Okay. Last but not least, Tilman, are you ready? Yes, uh, and <laughs> I had to adjust some things because people already used the talents I wanted. So, uh, hobby is gardening. Um, favorite subject, I wanted to pick something like architecture, but I'm not sure if that's actually like a school subject. It is at our school. It is now, yeah. Okay, and for uh, behavior that my parents and guardians don't like, I put dark side of the internet. Nice. That's a very good one. I like that already. I already have a use for that. Nice. Awesome. So these girls would be normal girls if they they didn't have a kaiju form, but unfortunately they do. So if you scroll down on the one sheet that these rules have, there is a whole list of 20 items uh, that your kaiju can have. So I'd like to invite all of you to either pick or roll for uh, for three of them. So roll a D. I said that you only needed D6s. I'm so sorry. You're going to also need one D20 <laughs> um, to roll that three times and then select the three or select the three monstrous abilities that you have. Okay, so I rolled, but I rolled the same number twice. Uh, I guess I get to re-roll because otherwise it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'd say re-roll because eventually what is going to happen with both these talents that you picked as well as this kaiju form is that they're going to give you buffs during rolls. So every single time you can argue that you can use part of your kaiju form or part of your talents, you get an extra D6 to roll, which I will get into a little bit more later. Regarding these these kaiju forms, can I yes. ask what malevolent hovering means? Whatever you want it to be. Okay. <laughs> it is hovering, but you can look malevolent. But, but malevolently, okay. Malevolently. I'm going you can to use it you to explain question. your backstory to your enemies. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with benevolent hovering. Imagine. 
you start hovering and then you charge up your final attack. This isn't even my final form. Come on, guys. Use just keep all these these quotes for in character. This is this is such a waste. Also, that means that you must be done with selecting all of your forms. Tell me, you can go first because you went last last time. Okay. Uh I kind of miss the fact that people already introduced their character by name. So I'm playing Riko Fukuzawa. And for Kaiju form, I got Fire Rebreath, Lightning Shroud, and Venomous Sting. And I feel like I like all of that. Nice. Adam, are you ready for uh, Kathy's introduction? Yeah. Um, so Kathy, she's got a Psychic Blast, Writhing Tentacles, and spiked leathery skin, which probably feels a little bit self-conscious about the skin part, but all the other ones sound pretty cool. Ah, uh, yes. Also, I'm already getting the shivers. Um, it's going to be great. Joaquin. Well, Hibiki's kaiju form includes a bone sword, a short-range teleport, and a deafening shriek. Nice, nice. Great. You want to go next? So Honoka's uh, form is actually quite close to Kathy's, where I think she would a lot want it to be closer to Hibiki's. She has a dizzying tail, psychic blast, and spiked leathery skin. Hey, girl. And then, Monica, what can you tell us about Jim? Jim's form includes deafening shriek, writhing tentacles, of course, and venomous sting. Okay. So we don't we have a lot of overlapping powers. Um to build up the world a little bit. I want to ask a couple of questions. So you are still in well, we're going to say roughly high school age. Um I want to know how people feel about what kind of school this is. Is this an open school? I'm just going to pick someone. So is this an open school? Is this uh, a a boarding school? What kind of school is this? Um, Adam, can you give me some input on that? Um, What I'm kind of picturing is this is like a a public school that probably has like a number, you know, and it's maybe one of one of many. Uh, I don't know if you guys like that idea, but uh, that way I kind of I kind of picture that if it's a school like that, it's like pretty wide open for for all of us to be there because there's like tons of schools like these everywhere presumably that sounds good for me um monica can you tell me what the subject and if you if you feel like it name is of the least favorite teacher here at school as far as subject oh that's a tough one hmm. a lot of people dislike math so i'm going to say math and as far as a teacher, how about uh, Miss Tanaka? Miss Tanaka. Okay, we have our first NPC. Nice. Um, that brings me to Joaquin. Does Hibiki, does Hibiki also not like Miss Tanaka? Or does Hibiki have some sort of special relationship with with the teacher, Ooh, um, I, I I know I think that uh, Hibiki would also not like Mister Na- Mister Naka, and just like how dare you ruin math, the most spe- special of subjects with your horrible teaching. 
<laughs> yes. Had one great teacher once, loves math, and now is stuck with whatever this is. Gotcha. Um, Greg, can you tell me a little bit about what the biggest click is here at school? Oh, it has to be e-girls, of course. Um, and uh, for the record, Miss Tanaka is also dead to me. Yeah, she also ruined your math class. I get it. I get it. Okay. Um, so yeah, e-girls works for me. Um, what is the most loved subject, Tillman? I feel like it must be literature, at least among the girls, because they have this whole book club thing going on and the teacher is super supportive. Uh, and to me, obviously, I'm also very angry with Miss Tunaka because she's in my way of graduating and getting accepted at the prestigious architecture school. Tillman, did you just make a reference to that one game about the literature club? No. Okay, then it was just me <laughs> taking your There's reference. no teacher in that game. <laughs> there is indeed no teacher in that game, but that doesn't matter to me in this case. So, um, Joaquin, I never asked you about any input yet. So what makes this school so special from any others in the district? It can be a feature, it can be a certain subject that's given, it can be a monument that's on the on the ground. Oh, it has the only swimming pool that is sized for the kaiju forms. Yep, yeah, that works. <laughs> One huge ass swimming pool. Got it. It used it used to be part of part of like the ocean, but they wall off part of the ocean for the school. <laughs> oh boy, and we're just lucky that they didn't accidentally pull in a um, an orca or something. Well, that was just be a snack. Uh, yes, sure. Oh, yeah. I miscalculated. I had written down six things. But I only need five. So then I want you all to introduce your character one more time to just list what they are good at, what they are, what they are good at in kaiju form. Make it a little bit of a story, maybe. Maybe include some personal details. Maybe a best friend, what clique you are a part of. Um insecurities dreams whatever you want i'm just i'm going to go roughly top to bottom ex with one exception because one person asked me of a specific order for everything <laughs> so i will keep that um monica can you go first sure thing so my character is gim a vietnamese exchange student her hobbies are cooking and i guess you know baking as a de facto Favorite subject at school is gym class. Uh, things her parents wish she wouldn't do is obsess about K-pop idols and spend hours recreating their dances in front of a mirror. Uh, her kaiju form has a deafening shriek, venomous sting, writhing tentacles. And when I think about her, I don't think that she's the type of student that belongs in a clique. I think she has very demanding parents who want and expect a lot from her, academically speaking, but she's more of the teenage dirtbag kind of girl. Uh, she's laid back. Maybe she's interested in just, you know, smoking pot and just living life kind of like just low-key chill. She doesn't understand what all the stress is about. So she's not the best student. 
at any subject, I would say. And I would think that as far as insecurities, she's got an insecurity that maybe her parents are right. And if she forces herself to be one of the, the, let's say the top student at the school, then she will have her, her future guaranteed and that she's kind of shooting herself in the foot. So her insecurity is that people will see her as dumb or like as a burnout rather than somebody who really can make it by just being a really good cook. And I think as far as fears and things like that, I would like her kaiju form to be kind of ironic because she's someone that doesn't like seafood, doesn't like the ocean. If she's swimming somewhere and a fish touches her, she's she's the one that's like bolting out of the water at full speed. So the tentacles would be kind of ironic. And the fact that she's so low key, but her power is to scream at the top of her lungs. Also ironic in that sense. Yes, 100%. Um, Adam, can you introduce Kathy for us once more? Sorry. Yeah. Um, so Kathy is an American exchange student. She's having a bit of a rough adjustment um, in this new place. Her grades have kind of fallen behind. She's kind of sunken into her hobbies. She cares really more about um, like seeing uh, like art and bands and stuff and photographing that kind of stuff than uh, being like success driven. Like she sees a lot of other people being um also she even though she doesn't fit in she really wants to fit in so having this whole kaiju thing is is not something that she wants like she wants to feel beautiful having spiked leathery skin and being huge and a monster um is kind of like getting in the way of that for her um she probably likes getting in a little bit of trouble, um, nothing too bad, but she's been really into philosophy lately and it's kind of making her feel like, you know, everybody always acts like there's like a, a big point to stuff and it's, there's really like maybe no point to a lot of things and it's okay to live dangerously and stuff. So she's, you know, maybe going through a little bit of a rebellious and uh, experimental phase right now as well. Um, but yeah, she wants to be accepted by other girls. Uh, she doesn't really feel that right now, uh, but she's pretty cool with everybody. Um, not really part of a clique, except for maybe like uh, art, like art and artsy things and uh, taking pictures of bands and stuff. And uh, yeah, I guess that's really it. She's just trying to like navigate her way in this new place. Okay, nice. Tillman, can you go next and uh, reintroduce Rico? Yep, so I'm playing Riko Fukuzawa. She's really big into the whole cottagecore aesthetic and her uh, hobby is keeping basically like little indoor gardens or semi-outdoor gardens. And uh, she's applying herself at school to basically study architecture. Um, but there's a huge problem right now because Ms. Tanaka is making it very hard for her to get good grades in math class. Um, besides being uh, hardworking and obsessed with her hobbies, of course, she uh, has this bad habit of spending a lot of time browsing the internet on um, sites that scare her, but also cause like morbid interest. So uh, it all started with creepypasta things and went downhill from there. 
basically imagine all the iceberg memes. She's went through all of them. Um, and it's causing her a lot of distress usually. And people think she's kind of weird for it. Um, but she can't stop doing that. Uh, in her kaiju form, she has a fiery breath, a lightning shroud and a venomous sting, which I like because it fits the whole nature theme. Mm. But if she's not in kaiju form, I imagine her basically with long, straight black hair and usually wearing like off-white clothes or pastel colors or school uniforms. We haven't even gotten to the school colors yet. We'll get there. Uh, Joaquin, can you go next? All right. I am playing Kibiki. And again, she likes sewing as a hobby. Her favorite subject is math. But she and she has the bad habit of beating people up at behind the school for their lunch money. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to be lunch money. It could be other such money, just money in general. Now, as to who, who, who she is, she's I, I think it sort of ties into her kaiju form, which has bone sword, a short range teleport, and a deafening shriek. So I, I'm just, I'm just picturing like her her kaiju form being like a Dark Souls boss, in that she just is. Very much like an intimidating, like knight esque, you know, looking monster. And so it's like she's like she just had, projects this image of like, you know, I'm the aloof badass. Don't mess with me. But ultimately, like she finds that you know she she like goes leads into that. But ultimately, she, deep down, she's just like, this is so tiring and boring. I just want to sit down somewhere quiet, like a nice. You know, just make makes make make, make myself like a nice handbag or something. I'm, I'm this is all just I I mean I'm good at it, but it's you know not I'm just eh. like she can't like she can't she's like she's like she can't let herself like drop the persona or else that's she'll be eaten alive by the, by all the big by the high school girls. And yes, that is an accurate feeling. <laughs> I can tell you from having been a girl. Any. Cl- any clicks for Hibiki? Ooh, um, I think she's sort of like formed her own <laughs> click, like type of thing. Where it's, it's like people, like she has like a lot of people, like, oh hey, you're so cool, you're so badass, you know, tell us to do stuff. And she's like, okay, yeah, you know, do stuff for me. Like if she's like got her own little gang thing. But, and of course, she under head, she's always like, oh, just leave me alone, please. Oh no, an introvert being forced to be an extrovert. And then she's got dark hair as well, just because I've been requested. Okay, clear. Well, last, but definitely not least now, I can see the grin on Greg's face here. Greg, go ahead. Well, Honika has um, recently dyed her hair uh, a darker shade to match that a hibiki. Um, I think the exception, um, her obsession with her kind of started um probably like you know last last term for school when she was one of these girls who was beaten up for lunch money but then she kept coming back for more i kind of see her as one of those like loners who has a very unhealthy exception um with like this one person and just keeps showing up and wants to be part of her gang or clique but uh hibiki probably is either annoyed or doesn't like even notice her which might even infuriate her probably speaks to her parents all the time about 
how she's going to go hang around with her best friend Hibiki and do this when really she's just like watching from a distance as Hibiki does whatever she's doing. Um, I think that her biggest insecurity is what actually is Honoka without Hibiki in her life. And I think that might be a cool thing to explore, um, but I'm not sure how much time we're going to have. Um, she probably, you know, as a contrast, I um, kind of talked earlier about how her kaiju form um, was pretty close to uh, Kathy's. You know, got a, I got a dizzying tail, a psychic blast, and spiked leathery skin, which basically makes me Gamera. Um, so that with plus her, um, you know, love for swimming, uh, just you know, makes her like a natural like like water monster. I see her like at some point. It's my personal goal to use a submarine to pick things out of my teeth, but um, yeah. Uh, what else do we need to know about um, Honoka? I don't know. What else do we need to know? Uh, click seems to be clear. Um, not really part of anything, but hanging around the click that formed around Hibiki. Um, that I think that's it, right? Already. So then I have a little, a couple questions that I want to ask everyone, uh, which on a group call is usually a little bit difficult. So. Try and be wary of when people are muted and unmuted in this one. Um, one, do we want school uniforms? Yes or no? It's great for an audio medium to have people nodding and being like, I don't know, and shaking their head. Wonderful. It might be that Honoka can wear the same clothes as Hibiki <laughs> without trying. <laughs> Honoka is by default <laughs> trying to be hibiki gotcha now i think like school uniforms would work really well okay yeah, i'm fine with it yeah okay that's a yes on the school uniforms um then what colors are the school uniforms this is tillman's question that is a very fair point everybody is now waiting for tillman <laughs> uh white shirt or blouse Dark green pants or over knee skirt. Mm, we need some highlights. One more bow color, tie, please. Bow tie or um not bow tie, more like a uh cravat or what's it called? Yeah, that works. Oh, I believe it's called pussy bow, which is weird. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what <laughs> I know it is a cravat, I don't know. Um black shoes. We need one more color for like socks and the uh, covered or tie. Maybe like the socks are the one thing that you can style yourself and that you can express yourself with. So that just means that you get very wonky socks on their, under all of these clothing. I kind of love I like that. that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Start yeah, yeah. thinking about what kind of socks you're wearing because I, I have to know. <laughs> Uh, how about for the uh, tie slash cravat? Uh, uh, black. I, I, I'm I panicked. It works. I was thinking like the same color as the skirt because that I feel like that is kind of what it is normally. But we can be we can be abnormal, and it is just black. Okay, last question, and I think this is the hardest one: is do the others know that you're a kaiju? And do you talk about that as if you were kind of a group? 
Do you try to avoid the rest? Adam. Um, Kathy would be probably very like, like she would keep it a secret, but maybe not to these girls, you know, maybe these girls know because they experience something similar, but to like the, like just general student body to either my parents or the family I'm boarding with, like no way, like don't want to know a thing about it. But maybe that's why we're like kind of friends is because we kind of have this this thing in common, even though we're from other cliques and stuff. Yeah, I always like to think that most people do not know that you are a kaiju, uh, but maybe other kaiju know that you're a kaiju. Um, oh, that's cool. Mostly also because at least in the, the NPC list, it specifically says that um, every NPC, every time an NPC interacts with something dangerous, which definitely includes you in kaiju form, I get to roll for something. So that's why I always like to be, okay, all the NPCs are freaking scared all the time when there's kaiju around. So Kathy knows at least, or at least everyone knows that Kathy is a kaiju. Um, Hibiki. Does everybody know that Hibiki is a kaiju? Um, I'll, I think that definitely the other players would know. And I think that it's kind of an open secret in that because people just, oh, that just makes sense for Hibiki. Like, it's just like, oh, Hibiki can turn into like a giant, you know, night monster thing about, oh, that totally makes sense. Maybe it's okay. at least a rumor. Yes. That goes around. That yes. makes sense. It definitely, it definitely, it feeds back into like how her her public image would just be in the the aloof. Yes. So it's a rumor, but Hibiki never denies it. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Honoka, do you want to go immediately afterwards again? Uh, sure. I think um, Honoka keeps it a secret from her parents, but I feel that like anyone at school would know. Like, I feel like. She actually would be one of the people who would have petitioned for that swimming pool. Okay, so there might be specific kaiju swimming lessons outside of school hours after dark. Okay. Uh, and then we have left. I know who we have left. I'm just trying to pick between two people and I'm just not very good at picking. Rico. Uh, I think for Rico, it's a similar story to Hibiki. So she's trying very hard to like keep it a secret, but at least um, within the circle of the other player characters, she's basically failed. Like, I'm not sure if it's outspoken yet, but Rico's thing is she's trying to find like answers on the internet, but she never really bothers to look around her and very obviously there would be like people around her who would understand, but she is too freaked out to like share with them. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Monica, I keep butchering the name because I keep saying Jim and I know it's not Jim. It's Gim. Yes. I'm not. Yep. Gim. I hope I now remember. What about Gim? I think that parents definitely don't know. Uh, other school people don't know, but I think Hibiki would know. Maybe um, she was, you know, kind of bullying her because Gim is very quiet. She's very thin and has like a like a boyish figure. She definitely doesn't look like someone that's gone very far in puberty, for example. 
And she's definitely afraid of water and the ocean lakes. And this would include really deep swimming pools. So maybe she was getting bullied and got shoved in the pool. She's got, you know, shoulder length, uh, bleached platinum hair that gets very green with chlorine. So she freaked out both about her hair because then it wouldn't match her, you know, K-pop idol. And also because she can't swim and water's gross and all these people probably peed in the pool. And maybe when she got too stressed, a tentacle or two just slipped out from, you know, her pant leg and Hibiki knows, but that's kind of their secret. I don't think she would have told anybody else. And she's probably petrified that Hibiki can kind of hold this over her head as leverage. That's a very, very valid concern. Okay. I think that's everything for character creation. Um, The rules are going to be very, very simple. Um, For on your, on the player's end, I'm going to set difficulties for different challenges. They can be somewhere between one and 10. You are going to try and roll above a five. So five or six counts as a success means that the total number on the challenge goes down by one. So basically it's a countdown clock. Um, For that, you can roll 1d6 normally, but if you can argue with me that a talent or kaiju thing is going to be relevant and going to help you out, you can add an an additional d6 every single time uh, something is relevant. On top of that, you can get stressed. And whenever you get stressed, so that is if you have no successes on a roll, you get more stressed. Then you add a single D6. Make sure that that D6 has a different color than the others because that one needs to, or you just roll a couple times with the same D6 and say that the last one is the stress die or something like that. If that one comes up as one, you switch forms. So you automatically switch towards kaiju form if you are in a human form and the other way around. You do lose all your stress when that happens. Though. You are completely relaxed in that state. You can make yourself more stressed if you have to. Nobody is as good as making themselves worry about shit they shouldn't worry about than teenagers are. So you can always add more stress to your pool. You cannot remove that stress afterwards. You've got to keep rolling with that stress until it is taken away by switching to a different form. So that's roughly all the rules on your end. It is good to know that whenever you give me an NPC to roll with, specifically friends, because I just like having to roll for this for the friends, they get a rating for me called survivability. Um, they if whenever they do not roll equal or higher than their score in survivability. Uh, they get a status called in danger and they get very stressed out. If they then fill a role again, they will leave or they will not talk to you anymore, whatever is appropriate in that moment. So that's how the NPCs are going to be played, especially the named NPCs for which we currently have one, but I'm, it's a school. They're going to be plenty. On top of that, um, there is school drama and kaiju drama. I have already rolled for the kaiju drama. I'm going to induce, uh, I've rolled two kaiju dramas that are going to happen simultaneously. Uh, you will know of one and I'm going to introduce it within the first scene. So that will be very clear immediately. The other one you might have to piece together a little bit. But for the school drama, every single character 
gets to roll for their own personal school drama. So give me one more D6 each. Um, You can, of course, decide to have the same drama as another player. Um, It says that you then share the drama. If you feel like you don't want to share the drama, feel free to re-roll. I'm okay with that too. Just know that shared trauma is a bonding experience. Whoa. Adam, what did you want Sorry, to say? Sorry, guys. Um, can I hop on somebody else's uh, drama? Because I don't really feel like mine fits me super well. You can invent your own if you want. So, yes, you can hop on someone else's drama. All right. I'm going to go last then, and I'll, I'll just say whose drama I'm going to cling on to. That is totally fine with me. Is there anyone who specifically wants to go first? Well, I'm really happy with mine. I rolled a two, and that is your rival is sabotaging your culture festival exhibit. So I believe someone is actively sabotaging my uh, flower bouquet and uh, garden uh, stuff. But I'm not sure who my rival is yet. So maybe that is like a murder mystery kind of thing. And they murdered all my flowers. You can you can also take some time to think about a rival of yours. Because there is already two drama things, so adding another drama on top of that that you need to deal with, it's going to be a little bit too stressful, maybe. So I'm going to challenge you and think about who the rival is. You don't have like you still have the challenge of dealing with this rival, of course. While Thilman is thinking. Um Greg, I'm going to put you. For, I'm going to throw you out here. Just go first this time around. You go. You go. You go before he, Hanukkah goes before Hibiki. In this case, in this case, it is um, a sort of a uh, more selfish thing. Um, Hanukkah wants her first kiss to be as special as possible, and yes, I rolled that organically. Um, I think she's hoping it would be Hibiki, but I think it could also be um, special if it's someone else. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Yep. Yeah, we will. Okay. Hibiki. Okay, so I rolled, and I got number three. You're tutoring your crush, but they're really dumb. So for those who can't see us, people just broke out laughing from that. Okay, I I need to ask, who is your crush? What are you tutoring them in? <laughs> math. I'm tutoring them in math. Obviously. Okay, that's fair. You get that one. As for the crush, I don't know. I'm torn between having another player be be the dumb thing, but that that's dependent on someone who wants to be really dumb at math. Does, does anyone want to volunteer for that? I am a complete burnout. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this interweaving drama. Yep. So, yes, she yep. is tutoring G- Gim in mass, and unbeknownst to Gim, she, Biki has a crush on her, but she cannot verbalize that. But and Biki is frustrated, like, wow, you're dumb, aren't you? But somehow that dumbness is cute as hell, because it just reminds you of a little helpless puppy. <laughs> It's it's so conflicting in her mind. Maybe that's why you bully me so much. Oh, yeah, sure, yes. <laughs> it's the you only, only hurt the ones you love. Yes, and that's the only way that Hibiki can deal with feelings. 
Okay, that, that uh, this is just going to be so good. Okay, last, well, semi-last, because Kathy also still needs to go. Give, what is yours? Well, my personal drama is my English, my new English teacher is, you know, an absolute nightmare. I'm not the best at learning other languages because, you know, I'm not good at school, period. And this new teacher is just really writing me, trying to hold me back a grade. Man, I just wish that Hibiki could be my tutor in English, too, because she's really good at teaching me maths. Last time, I only failed by three points. And that's an improvement from where? Well, one time I managed to get a whole zero. I was pretty proud of that. My teacher was pretty pissed. I mean, it's halfway up to a 10. Like, it should yeah, you can only something. go up from there. She didn't think my optimism was cool. <sighs> Teachers do not understand. I get it. Okay, Kathy, who do you want to tag along with? So Kathy, like Hanoka, wants her first kiss to be really special. Um, not with the same person, but I just imagine that me and Honoka just talk about kissing a lot, like, cause we both just want to do kissing with somebody and, you know, she wants to kiss somebody very specific. Kathy just wants to be kissed by anybody, but she, she thinks nobody wants to kiss her. Um, so yeah, it's probably just like her, her friend that she just talks about, like how she wants to get out there and, and finally kiss somebody and have it be so magical. But yeah. I came up uh, with a concept for the rival. Awesome. I'm, go I'm going to introduce the first male character to this game. Yay, <laughs> so I'm hoping exists. for like a hopeless romantic, uh, like the guy who tries to go on a date with pretty much every woman. And he's always convinced that they're his one true love. Like he plays it up really big and he has this habit of like getting them flowers and it's getting expensive. So he needs to steal them from my garden. Um, so uh, the main problem is for uh, Rico, he's like really embarrassing to her because he's constantly trying to like woo her or the people around her. And she always feels like she's... Um, her social credit is lowering when he's around. So she despises him greatly. Okay, gotcha. I will come up with a name then. But that... Uh, yes, going for Hinata. Okay, let's... Then I think we have all the information that we need right now. Quick look around the table. Does every does anybody still have something that they want to add that they're worried about any lingering concerns? Um, can we just like I know some of we some of us already did this, but can we just like if if we didn't just like real quick what your character looks like just because it helps me kind of like picture it. And I forgot to I'll I'll say what Kathy looks like too. Uh, yeah, I'm one hundred percent down with that. All right, I think I'll, I'll go first with that. Uh, I think a beaky of this. I think at this point we she is. She's like got a couple of inches on most most of the girls at the school, so she's like a bit taller, dark haired. Got I get I, I get I'm trying to figure out like um like she's got kind of some a little bit of muscle to her, but she's like she's just overall just a very like intimidating person that like she could just sort of like loom over people 
and just be like, just stare them down. That's like I got a very resting bitch face. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Kathy? Um, yeah, Kathy has uh, very curly hair. It's, uh, it's black. She's a little bit shorter probably than, than the other girls. Um, definitely sticks out for, for being American um, and just kind of like, you know, just like not, not look or just like kind of looking like an outsider, I guess. Um, she's definitely into like expressing herself with socks since that's kind of like the only way you can at school. So she wears like a lot of hearts, a lot of um, just like cute socks that she feels like can kind of just like say something that she can't really say with, with other like articles of clothing. So just like hearts, mainly flowers, hearts, uh, cute stuff. Um, I guess that, oh, she probably wears uh, glasses as well. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rico. So Rico has really long hair. Um, it has this appearance of maybe it was never cut before, but I mean, obviously it has been, um, she doesn't really do the sock thing. She uh, likes the basic um, prescribed school uniform socks, but she's big into like um, bracelets and like, uh, I don't know, brown leather uh, jewelry. Um, trying to do a little bit of that old school uh, cottage core thing, but mainly for jewelry. Yes. Okay. Jim? Oh, wow. Kim? Kim is very short and wiry. I would say she's about, you know, between five foot, five foot one, like very petite. Um, she's not very uh, feminine looking. Like you could tell that she's someone that has hit puberty very late in the game. So she's not quite flat chested, but she doesn't have a lot much going on as, as far as curves. And she likes to wear her clothing more not masculine but she doesn't like skirts and bows and pink stuff so you know her you know school socks are just basic white socks and she would opt for the male uniform with the pants because she's afraid that she's going to have a tentacle mishap and if she tucks the pants you know into like her shoes there's there's a chance that people could just think you know it's just something else i don't know but she has shoulder length normally like very thick black hair but she bleaches it very badly at home um so she's got kind of spots that are yellowish but she's going for the platinum look because her idol jimin of course had this one season where he had it silver and that's her that's her bias um she doesn't wear makeup as she maybe will do like a lip tint to make sure that her lips look redder than normal because she's just doesn't really much care about makeup and girly things like that so a lip tint and a lip balm um and she does have tan skinned monolids that's about it she doesn't do much jewelry she doesn't have her ears pierced uh she wears a wristwatch like just like a plastic one that just looks super cheap but she's very attached to knowing that she's not going to be late to things because she's kind of a space cadet sometimes okay and then uh hanukkah uh Honika, you know, is very slight, uh, recently dyed um, dark hair. Uh, I think she would try as best she could to uh, match socks, um, whatever shade or color that Hibiki 
um, has chosen for the day if she can, you know, scope it out ahead of time. But it's since um, Quinn didn't really say anything about the socks, I'm assuming that Hibiki sticks with like the standard school issue, which makes it easy. Um, I also think that like maybe um, she has one of the discarded earlier versions of uh, one of the handbags that Hibiki was working on and then just kind of abandoned the project and just kind of adopted this as her like backpack or like like a mill messenger bag or something. I I don't have any skills in sewing, but you know, you could safety pin it together or something. Um, I think uh deep brown eyes, very slight figure. Um yeah, I, I'm also seeing tan lines due to the amount of swimming she does. Oh, she's going to be so muscular too. Oh, all that swimming. Okay. Then, um, okay, that was all we needed to do for the setup of this game. Um, before we go on break, I will, I would like to at least have one scene to get us going. Um, so Rico, you are browsing the dark side of the web, focusing so much on kaiju and over and over and over again that you probably landed in a couple chat rooms which is just the way of communicating between kaiju hubs in different cities or at least kaiju watchers and that kind of stuff. So you're always a little bit on that brink of the kaiju hubs as well as the kaiju hunters and then trying to balance that out a little bit because you don't want to all of a sudden draw all the attention of the kaiju hunters to your specific city. But you get a ping of somebody that you have been chatting with for about a year and that's uh, the ping says found this don't ask me how don't ask me where it's not public yet you may want to know and it's a draft of an article of journalism article fake it's not really defined of what newspaper just yet that lists that there is at least five kaiju hiding with an exclamation mark behind five hiding within your specific school it doesn't say names yet it has specified that they are all girls and that research is continuing it's it's partly written and then it turns into a bullet point list of all the things that this person still wants to put in this article there's a date with it that says roughly roughly publish in the next two weeks. Again, you may not want this information to be out, but there is somebody, there is a journalist that is trying to connect your human forms to your kaiju forms. What do you do? Uh, I feel like this is one of the moments where um, Rico silently panics in front of the uh, laptop screen, which happens a lot to her. Mm. And she has like racing thoughts. Uh, oh my God, who could it be? And she is considering that it's someone from like the uh, newspaper club from the school newspaper, but it looks too professional. Maybe someone who has graduated, but was at the newspaper club and still has like connections. She will have to get in contact with people. And also like, who are the other Kaijus? Um, do I, do I know them all? Like, I mean, I know the player characters, but I'm not sure. Whether I know they're all kaiju. 
So if I kept track of everyone knowing everyone, the main people, the, the people that you do not know is Gim, because only Hibiki, uh, Hibiki knows that one. Um, Hibiki is openly known by everyone. Hanukkah is known by everyone at the school. Kathy is known within the school, but not outside of the school specifically. I was thinking, can can we make that um, only known by the by the player girls? Yeah, um, because I I feel like it's kind of like her dark secret kind of thing. Only like only only some girls know about it, and like if this were to get out, like oh my god. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So you know of everyone except for Gim that they are a kaiju. So you know that there's at least four, but you don't know number five. So uh, I'm going to do like a group chat thing with the four that I know. And uh, I'm going to like panic text all of them like, oh, my God, I just found out um, someone is onto you. And I'm like <laughs> trying to not make it too obvious that they're also onto me. Um, I sent them like the article excerpt and like, um, who could the other two be? Uh, I only know a few guys, but you're like in in deep trouble. Let's say this is a slight, like half an hour or something before the first one of you needs to leave for school. So you're eating breakfast. Um, Kathy is walking to school. She left uh, a little bit early before her her um, like boarding family woke up. And she's walking down the street right now, eating a piece of toast and smoking a cigarette and just looking at her phone. And she's probably, you know, this this group, this group text, it probably doesn't really blow up that often, I'm guessing. Do we like do we hang out because of this? Is this something that we do we have like girls night where we like vent about this shit? Or is it just like um, we only text in like emergencies? Like, how scared would I be, you know? Like Rico would never talk to you about this specifically. Okay. So Kathy looks at her phone and uh, just kind of stops in her tracks a little bit. And just like uh, you see the cigarette and the piece of toast just fall to the ground. And then she's uh, she's running to, to get to school. Can I do a cut where like it's just like a screen wipe to Honoka sitting on the train on her way to school. She's like reading like manga or something. And then all of a sudden the, the camera zo- um, zooms in on her eyes and you could see like in the reflection of her irises, like text scrolling. And then you just see the the manga drop to the, the floor of the train and start tumbling. And she goes, Wee! yeah, that happens. Hibiki. What do you do? Okay, I think Hibiki, like she would t- probably take her take her time going to school. That she she would probably still be at home, you know, eating something something, and like gets gets like the message and just like, and outwardly very calm, but like and then like like the zoom like the zoom on the inside, just, it, it, mental screaming all over the place. It's like, ah! I can but again, out, see, then it like cuts back to like the outwardly very calm. I can only see your mom being like the most sweet, caring mom. Like, she's one of those people that makes a full breakfast. So you not only got like 
rice with egg, but you also got a little pork chops. You got uh, you got noodles if you didn't feel like like rice that day. Um, yeah, everything the- in front of you. So you have your full table, and you freeze, and your mom's like, "Is everything all right, sweetie? Oh, you look so stressed. Is school stressing you out again?" I, you see, like the you know, the mouth works slightly, and it's still like, well, like the mouth just, but the, again, the face is still like totally just dead. Like, um, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. I like I saw you freeze up with just a text message, and it was just, I don't want my little precious angel to be bullied at school. <laughs> oh, it's it's no trouble, my mom. No, no trouble at all, and. I, I just I just realized I gotta uh, uh, do, do, gotta go to school and uh, help with some uh, project. Let's do do last minute. Just get, get, just go. Just she like just awkwardly tries to like extricate from the, the table and just run right to school. And you hear your mom yell after you. Okay, sweetie, be careful on the streets. Don't get hit by cars. Please look left and right and left again. Do you <laughs> message Gim? I think I would. This is kind of like an emergency. Yeah, it's very much just people might know you. People might know you exist. Not like <laughs> I think actually I could just put it like that. Just exactly, exactly, and that's content. And just like like she forgets to to, re- to mention that it's regarding the kaiju stuff, and that it just it comes across very unintentionally. It's just like people know you exist. Just in general, like accidentally bullying her. Kim, do you even reply? Kim is making her own breakfast. You know, she's got some nice crust bread. She's spreading pate and mayo, making herself a nice bun me sandwich. And she's got her headphones in. She's kind of bobbing her head, jamming. And then she sees her phone kind of vibrating and lighting up. She picks it up. And of course, she's making an extra sandwich so for Hibiki because she can't wait to tell her that she almost passed her math test with like a 62. So she's looking at her phone and she sees people might know you exist or people know you exist in the world. And, you know, she kind of pauses. You kind of hear the music cut out. She takes her headphones off because, you know, the, the music's distracting, so she's got to you read it again. People might know you exist in the world. And she thinks to herself, that's so nice that Hibiki's finally turning a leaf and being a more positive person. People might know that I exist in the world, but at the end, you know what? We're all just little specks of dust in this vast universe, but someone might know me. They might know the real me. So she, you know, texts back and she's like, Thanks. Thank you so much, Hibiki. I hope people know you too. <laughs> I think I think we have to end with this thing. Just, just like, like Hibiki will look at it and just just like like just she will just almost like trip as she's running, just like like she, she does not comprehend what she just read. No, no, you're right. This is there's nothing better to end on than that. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.